Welcome to the Cannabis 101 podcast, your guide through the legalization and consumption of cannabis in Canada and beyond. Here's your host, Dean Millard. Well, it's good to be back chatting cannabis with my good friend Chris Ionson of Natural History. And uh, Happy New Year, Chris. Um, it's been a while since we chatted, of course, the holidays. And then I've been uh, sick for a little bit. Uh, thankfully, I did test negative for COVID, uh, just a nasty flu. Uh, but nonetheless, we are here to talk about the natural history of cannabis here on episode three. This is the Cannabis 101 podcast. And this is uh, so cool because every episode we take a look back at the history of cannabis and the real pioneers, the, you know, the many men and women of Mount Rushmore of cannabis. And this week, uh, you know, if you're down to four, this guy is probably in there for sure. I know he would be for you. Uh, Ken Estes and Granddaddy Purple this week, Chris. Um, this is something I'm really excited to dive into with you in particular, because I know you are a massive fan of this cultivar and this gentleman. Yeah, yeah, Dino, well said. That's totally true. I love Granddaddy Purple. I'm a big fan of Ken Estes. And, and, and thanks for having me on the show, buddy, and, and Happy New Year's to you, too. Uh, uh, yeah, with the story, uh, Ken Estes, a.k.a. Granddaddy Perp, a.k.a. the Medicine Man. Uh, he's an absolute cannabis legend. He's the creator of GDP. Uh, he's the winner of 14 High, time, high Times Cup uh, titles, uh, and he's a true activist for medical cannabis and, you know, uh, decriminalizing it as well. Uh, so Ken's story, how he got his cannabis is a super neat one. Uh, he was in a, a real tragic motorcycle accident when he was 18 years old, uh, and he was paralyzed from the waist down. Um, and the story that I heard was, you know, he was on, uh, pharma pain pills and, you know, they were messing him up and he, he wasn't eating or sleeping. Uh, and his doctors were very concerned with him. Uh, they said he had 10 years to live. Uh, and that was over 40 years ago. <laughs> um, and yeah, so 10 years to live back then at 18 years old, you got 10 years to live. Uh, and it's just, he wasn't able to, to eat or sleep. Uh, and and uh, so I heard that he was uh, outside getting some air in a, in a wheelchair with a friend. Uh, and they came across a Vietnam vet smoking a joint. And, uh, you know, they got to chatting and, you know, one thing leads to another. And, and that night, Ken ate and slept. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, he, he had had some some puffs of some cannabis there, and and it changed his life. Man, you know, first of all, just an absolute tragedy uh, that uh, at 18 years old you're getting told you have 10 years to live. I mean, I, I can't imagine. I'm I'm past that point now of of where he would have been, and and then the the fact that you know the plant that we all, you know, love and we know has benefits for different people. And, you know, it's, of course, it's not for everybody, just like, uh, you know, pain pills aren't for everybody or whatever it might be. And literally, weed was changing and did change his life, gave him life. Yeah, it's, uh, it's amazing. <laughs> yeah, I, just, I love this plant. Uh, I, I've also read, Dino, that, uh, that he, had a, he had a woman, uh, he had met a woman that, um, she was treating patients with medicated brownies uh, and he kind of saw 
um, the results too. These people were getting help and they were, their lives were improving. Uh, and so he went on to open multiple cannabis clinics in, in California. Uh, he became a full on activist for the medical cannabis uh, and, and a key player in the uh, cannabis cannabis market, or the California cannabis market, pardon me. Uh, and his breeding collective, Granddaddy Perp, uh, has 24 cult- cultivars on Seed Finder mm. uh, that I tracked down, uh, including Candyland, uh, Ken's Kush, uh, the award-winning Bay 11, uh, and of course, Granddaddy Purple. So let's kind of talk a little bit about Granddaddy Purple. And uh, for, for me, it's uh, it's a lights out, like almost literally. I, I you know it. it I, I love the color though, um, and I love uh, that you know so many people sometimes when they you know think they know cannabis looks like and it's just green. Um, they don't realize there can be some beautiful colors, and that's one of my other than the fact that it it just helps me really relax to the point of sleeping. I love the color of it. What about you? Uh, it, it's the smell and the taste is, is the big one for me. Uh, I, I do love how it looks too. Uh, I think the smell though, it's, it's just got that kind of fruity uh, kind of musk to it. Uh, and, and the taste, it just tastes like purple, you know, like mm-hmm. it's got that kind of great sweetness. Uh, yeah. I, I love GDP. I, uh, it's, you know, I was pumped to see it kind of come into the, the rec market here in Canada. And uh, just as soon as it came into market, you know, I, I was all over it. Uh, I think 48 North had it and Riff had their uh, their subway scientist. Uh, I uh, actually got a seven pack of those to uh, commemorate uh, the show tonight. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, but yeah, I'm a big fan of GDP. Uh, and, and with the, uh, the genetic cro- cross of it, do you know? Uh, you know, a lot of online, uh, you know, mentions that it's a, a big bud and a purple lyrical. Uh, but I, I tracked down, you know, a video of Ken Estes himself talking about, you know, uh, the genetics of, of GDP. And, uh, and uh, you, know, you know, I'm going to trust, you know, what, what, what the man himself says. And, uh, it, you know, it's not that big bud purple lyrical. Uh, it, it's a genetic cross of a, of a skunk. And it's a, a daughter of the skunk crossed back into itself. Uh, and these purple traits started to come out, and they crossed that skunk with an Afghani purple and and a Mendo perps. Uh, and that Mendo perps is actually a, a plant that he uh, that he received from a friend, and we'll get into that here shortly. Um, yeah. So th- uh, this is interesting. First of all, we we need to go back a little bit and. There's some pretty cool yeah. nicknames in the cannabis world for a lot of different characters that we've talked about, but Ken has a yeah. few dandies, man. Yeah, right. Uh, absolutely. Uh, the medicine man, uh, granddaddy perps, like, uh, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's an absolute legend, man. I just think when you, ha- when you, and we've, we've talked about, and we're, you know, I don't want to spoil future episodes, but that's one of the coolest things other than the fact that, um, you know, this is a guy who obviously, you know, cared a lot for this plant because it, it helped him. And, you know, he had to have a lot of that too. It's not like he just, you know, smoked a joint one day and everything was fine. He had to have the will to, and, and the strength to be able to come back from that. And, and cannabis helped him do it. And, and then he said, I want to help other people. So, uh, that, that's a legendary guy, uh, who has a legendary nickname who came up with, uh, you know, I, I know one of your huge favorites, uh, and and I just think that you know this these are the guys that without them, you know, it'd be life would be so much sadder and less colorful, literally, uh, for a lot of people. 
<laughs> yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah, absolute legend, Ken Estes. Like, yeah, he, uh, for sure, he's one of my cannabis heroes, definitely. Um, yeah, Dino, let's let's talk here about, uh, I want to talk about how, uh, how he got that his hands on that plant? Yes, uh, yes. And, yeah, and it's uh, it, there was a North, Northern California indigenous tribe that had been growing this 22 year old cultivar, uh, and they've been kind of perfecting it. Uh, and and Ken had helped out uh, one of their members with with a large chunk of cash. Uh, and and this this friend of his, he needed uh, twenty nine thousand dollars to save his home, uh, or he was going to have to give his home back to the bank. Uh, and Ken had just made. $30,000 off his first successful grow. So he had 30K with him. He gave this friend the 29K, loaned it to him. Uh, and in turn, that, that friend, uh, it kind of came back around. And he was, Ken was invited out to the land and they had a prayer session. And a medicine man gifted him uh, with a plant that went on to become the purple. Uh, you know, Ken did some breeding with it and GDP was born. So, uh, you know, it was, it was from that, that good deed. And Ken kind of trusted his heart. He followed his heart and, uh, just had a feeling, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna help this friend out, and that plant changed his life. You know, that moment. Wow, uh, it's pretty crazy. Yeah, and and this is, you know, other other than, uh, you know, I I started smoking pot at whatever age, um, you know, for you know obvious reasons. As a young person, you wanted to get high. I just love, I love the history of this, uh, of all of it, and finding out these stories and this just has so much and i would hope it would have so much more meaning the next some time somebody you know lights up or vapes or or uses uh you know granddaddy perps because hearing this like there there's some you know literal blood sweat and tears that and that went into this you know a lot of hard work and a really good story that that ends up helping a lot of people um, I, I, now maybe, maybe back then it wasn't, uh, you know, all sunshine and lollipops, but now, <laughs> you know, when you look back on it, it's amazing. Yeah. And, and back then too, though, like things were so illegal, right? So all the, all these stories, you know, they they were kept in, in secret. Uh, and now, you know, where they're starting to come out and we're, we're talking about them more. Uh, I, I would love to see, do you know, if, if they made some like movies, you know, sometimes Hollywood gets involved and we see, you know, some, some of these origin stories kind of put into like a, a Hollywood budget. Uh, I, I would watch that. Well, there's, there's got like the, the amount of streaming services that are out there and, and the, the kind of yeah. quality programming that is on them. I mean, I could see a series of every, you know, episode is a different cannabis legend that, you know, Netflix or something like that would put out or something like, like there's gotta be something out there and the, uh, to bring out this history now that, you know, this country that we live in is, has legalized uh, cannabis, recreational cannabis, and a lot of states have, at the very least, medicinal or and or uh, recreational. So I think we'll start seeing a lot more of these stories uh, come to light. Yeah, yeah, fingers crossed, man. It's, yeah, I love it. This is, this is the stuff that, you know, interests me. So throw that in movies, Netflix and Amazon Prime. Um yeah, and uh, and when, when this GDP was born, do you know uh, when Ken had first brought it into his dispensary? Uh, this was in a time where there were you know jars of dope just right there, and you could point to it and be like, "I want you know seven grams of that." Um, he had the purple in jars, and and people weren't buying it because uh, they'd never seen purple like that, and and they thought he grew it wrong, and, uh, and so he ended up doing a, a money back guarantee, uh, putting a little sign next to that jar. Uh, and which opened the door to people. Okay, uh, we'll give it a shot. Uh, and and 
never once gave any money back because uh, it was that good of a, of a bud. Uh, and California was hooked, and that legend traveled across the globe. And you know, all of a sudden, you got GDP in Amsterdam, and uh, it's a global legend. That's so wild. You know, it's it's like if you were to walk into a bar and saw Tool playing, and we're like, yeah. I'm going to check this other thing out and leave before tool became tool, right. Or insert band wow. Pearl jam, whatever, you know, you go, you go into the Seattle, uh, back in the Seattle music scene in the, in the late eighties, nineties, and you walk out on a Pearl jam show before they were, you know, massive. Like that'd be like walking away from granddaddy purple in, in that sense. So, Obviously, he knew what he was doing to put up the money back guarantee because he knew nobody was bringing it back with any complaints because he knew how good it was. So that's the that's the beautiful thing mm-hmm. about that is he believed in his own uh, cultivar. Yeah, uh, absolutely, and and the fact that he's the, the breeder, right? Uh, whenever our our growers at at Atlas get excited about something that we're doing, uh, which is m- most most stuff, but when they're you know there's some hype and they're talking about it, and they can't wait to like pick some up and smoke it. It's it, it makes me excited, right? Because it's like those guys know they're the ones in there dealing it. So I feel like Ken knew he's smoking it himself and loving it, and he just had to get it into these people's hands, and they would love it too. All right, I love when we did Granddaddy Perps uh, on the show, uh, Cannabis One Hundred and One. We used to do uh, Know Your Buds, so. Let's do that. Let's do a little mini version here with uh, the smell, the taste, uh, the effects for you, because everybody does uh, react differently. And uh, who who you think it would benefit? Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, so the smell, like I said, that's probably my favorite part. Uh, I I've always said it smells like purple, uh, and uh, I saw a video that Ken said the same thing, so I feel. A little vindicated by saying that. Uh, I, I get all kinds of like dark fruit from the smell, like uh, grape and cherry, uh, a little bit of bitterness, but some sweet musk to it too. It's it's uh, awesome. I love the smell of it. Um, taste, uh, it's fruity like it smells. Um, darker fruit kind of smell and, and, and t- taste, pardon me, and, and some musk to it. Uh, and, and definitely a spicy uh, on the exhale. Uh, for sure. Uh, big fan of how it tastes too, though. So um, we talk about effects and just, you know, we want to, we want to point out that, uh, you and I could use the same cultivar and get the different, uh, you know, affects or, or impacts of it. So, uh, th- this is, uh, generally what I feel and, and, and I think what you feel as well, but not everybody does react this way. So we should just point this out because we haven't been on the air in a while doing this and we want to make yeah. sure that everybody realizes that we all have our end- own endocannabinoid system and we all react differently to the plant in our own way. Yeah. Well said Dean, right. We all have different biologies, uh, different effects to it. Uh, for sure. Uh, my, my take with the GDP, uh, great for evening time. I'm not a big fan of starting my day with GDP because I will be pretty chill. Um, it's, uh, usually a smooth smoke. Uh, I, I like it, you know, the couch bedtime. It's super nice. Uh, I get munchies from it a lot, obviously, like the story goes with Ken there. Mm-hmm. Um, I find too, that if I've had like a long day or I've been doing some like labor in the yard, uh, it's good for like numbing any kind of like aches or pains I have. It kind of, you know, uh, will help out for, for a bit there. Um, a lot of fun head stuff, a lot of creativity, laughs, feeling good. So it's kind of the best of both worlds, uh, you know, with the, uh, an indica lean. 
Awesome. So, and, and that is uh, a terrific description, um, you know, for what could be. And, you know, maybe maybe it's a little bit different. Maybe somebody doesn't get as kind of uh, relaxed or something, but it sound, that sounds like a lot of fun. So that that's what I would. Now, we, we always talk about who, um, and, and we kind of have levels and, you know, beginner, intermediate, um, you know, expert, Tommy Chong, levels. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this one, who? I mean, if you consume cannabis, uh, I, I would say give it a shot, check it out. Uh, and if you consume cannabis and you haven't uh, tried GDP yet, go out and find some, smoke it. It is amazing. So would, is, would this be something a beginner could try? Uh, somebody new to cannabis, or should you have some experienced uh, based on I, I, uh, on this? I, I think a beginner could get into it and maybe maybe not you know burn down a whole right uh, you know half gram joint to themselves you know take a start few puffs, slow but yeah start slow for sure but uh, I I think so yeah and 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 you know make sure that like as you said for you it's not a, a great way to start your day so if you're definitely new to cannabis uh, you should get into a, a place where you can definitely relax and and if you end up not relaxing that's fine but. You didn't know, might not want to try this for the very first time if you're going to a party that and you've never tried it. It just might might be something you want to try first uh, because it, it it could relax you a lot. And and that comes into when you might want to try this. Yeah, and when uh, my favorite is right after dinner uh, for the GDP, like put the dishes away, light that joint. Uh, evening time before bed's great too. Uh, and it, you know, I, I've got another kind of a, a side note here on on what you should listen to. Love this. Uh, when, when, yeah, when consuming GDP, uh, it's actually the GDP rap album uh, <laughs> that Ken Estes put out uh, years years ago. Wow. Uh, back when, uh, yeah, the uh, the DEA raided uh, one of his grows, uh, which he had like legit papers for, uh, and uh, Ken and all his homies were pissed. Uh, and they were upset because the DEA had no right to come in there. Uh, and so they wrote some some protest songs, uh, and they made a rap album, uh, and they even got uh, Bay Area hip-hop legend E-40 uh, to come on that album. He's featured on that album. Uh, and they called it Medicine Man, and, and they did it in six weeks wow. uh, just to tell, tell the world about the injustice. It's 14 songs about purple weed and fighting the man. Uh, <laughs> and it's that- out there that is awesome well listen we both are big believers in uh music uh and cannabis going together at at almost any kind of interaction level from growing and you know how many times have we talked about different growers that uh, use music and including yourself uh with your uh, home grows that you've done uh, since legalization, the, you know, playing music to your plants. We've obviously talked about the stories in the past on this uh, podcast about the uh, tragically hip, tragically hip connection uh, to yeah. cannabis and the plants uh, hearing different songs like that. Uh, and then, of course, there's listening to uh, music while you know you're using cannabis or working with cannabis. Um, I just think that the two go so well together, uh, and and oftentimes. Uh, I just love finding that perfect album, uh, putting it on and, and kind of just letting the thoughts go into the music because, uh, that's awesome. And I find it very, very, uh, connecting. And the fact that you can possibly listen to an album by Ken and his buddies, that's even better. Yeah, Yeah, totally. (laughs) I love that. So this is our first episode, uh, of 2022 and, uh, I, we had a really relaxing 
uh, sick, unfortunately, New Year's Eve uh, and New Year's uh, time. We were planning on going to the World Junior game in Red Deer to see uh, Russia, USA, uh, but obviously oh. that got postponed. So we had a pretty chill night. What did you get up to for New Year's Eve? Uh, yeah, it's, uh, same. Very, very low key, obviously. Uh, I actually uh, was home by myself, uh, celebrate. My girlfriend wasn't feeling too hot, so I just I stayed at home. Uh, but I, I kind of I dosed myself with the uh, the Atlas Thrive trifecta. Uh, so I, I was wearing a transdermal patch. Um, and I had used the transdermal gel on my shoulders, uh, and then I downed uh, a bottle of our uh, our brand new uh, alcohol-based THC tincture uh, in in one sitting, uh, and uh, and had a, had a great time. Uh, just watching some shows, smoked quite a few joints, uh, but just had a had a great, amazing vibe, smiling the whole time. I a lot of like dance into like the the you know the music in in the show or the commercials like uh just pleasant mood it was uh it was pretty awesome actually you know new year's eve and movies are that's my thing like i i you know i used to obviously and at one point everybody probably did uh, want to go out and have a great time and party and you know now i i'm i'm like oh we can do a movie marathon i think we did like a yellowstone a uh, bunch of episodes to try to get caught up on that show uh this year but like movies i was always like you know oh i'm by myself oh shucks i get to watch four movies and i can pick them all and whatever oh i'm so disappointed and really i was just happier than a clam in on new year's eve so i i always think of new year's eve with that and, and i'm like you i don't drink anymore uh, i i i do enjoy uh, some of the non-alcoholic beer options that are out there i'll, I'll be honest the, the heineken one is actually uh, quite tasty actually uh, but i also really enjoy the uh, cannabis option drink options uh that are we are starting to see and and i was honest on the show when they started coming out in the early going that they weren't as good as i expected or, or as as i i thought but you have to give yeah. the industry time to get it you know everybody was trying to get it out because it was such a new product and i get that uh and they've improved and i have to say at first i wasn't a fan now uh i think there's a, been a lot of improvement and i really look forward to uh being able to use them uh you know in different uh, situations because they can they can be really valuable to a lot of people uh, whether you're using them recreationally or there's a lot of medicinal patients out there and i know uh, you're on the rec side but you know there's a lot of patients out there that rely on this plant and maybe some of them don't want to vape it or don't want to smoke it right there's a lot of people that have thinking the idea of lighting up and smoking something is disgusting so that's giving them another option and that's what's i think really important for the movement yeah absolutely getting yeah with people that are you know aren't too sure about cannabis or yeah don't like the smoke there's so many options for it um, have, you, have you tried the Keith beverages yet? You know, no, I have not. Oh boy, they they have a root beer uh, that is like mm. it rivals it rivals like the you know the root beer in store. Like it's it's right up there, and it's got ten milligrams of THC in it. Um, wow, those are those are worth checking out. I, I've tried tried to, the, that and the orange one, and uh, and it was a Bubba Kush they used in the root beer. No way. Uh, yeah, like. Yeah, cultivar specific. The uh, uh, the cola I had, uh, the uh, sweet justice sweet, was really sweet good. Justice. Yeah, I love those too. Yeah, I think they're great. 
yeah, the, I think the, the the beverage game is definitely we've seen a huge kind of improvement uh, on on options too. You walk into all the rec stores, they all have a uh, big tall fridge stacked, you know, like a, like a Seven Eleven full of uh, mm-hmm. all the colorful colorful options and and varieties too of you know two milligrams THC, ten CBD, and uh, you know ten and five. There's you know some neat uh, mixes and, and ratios. Well, I'm, I know there's probably, uh, you know, I can't wait to see what you guys get uh, cooking uh, at Natural History and, and producing, um, you know, from the different products between Atlas and Natural History. There's just some amazing things. You were mentioning some of the, you know, the tincture, but also the, the patches and things like that. So I'm really excited about uh, the, the future of cannabis as we talk about the natural history of cannabis. And, and as we come to an end, I'll have to say tally man you later. <laughs> yes, right on, buddy. Tell me about you later. Indeed. <laughs> all right, Chris. Thanks so much. Uh, I look forward to seeing you in person very soon, and uh, all the best in uh, 2022 uh, to you and and all the uh, the uh, customers and consumers of Natural History Cannabis. Thanks again for joining us. I can't wait to chat again in the future and discuss more of the natural history of cannabis. Smoke some grass. It's time to bust out this podcast.